0: I believe every person has a right to basic knowledge of how to optimize their mind, body, and spirit. Here, I bring to you influential individuals and ideas to help you live a more healthy, fulfilling life. I'm Julie Fouché, and I'd like to welcome you to Pursuing Health. Welcome to episode 25 of Pursuing Health with CrossFit Games athlete Christy Adkins. Christy is a six time CrossFit Games athlete and she's on a quest for her seventh CrossFit Games appearance this year. She's also been a very close friend of mine since we first competed together in 2010. Christy has competed in the CrossFit Games every year from 2009 to 2014, finishing as high as sixth place. In the 2015 season, she narrowly missed her seventh trip to the Games placing 6th in the Atlantic Regional. You may have heard her previously on episode 6 of Pursuing Health with the other ladies of the 2015 CrossFit Games demo team. After moving to San Diego for her training in 2015, Christy is now back home in Virginia, and she's preparing for the 2016 CrossFit Games season. But coming into this season, she's had to overcome some enormous physical and psychological challenges with a torn bicep that required surgery. We had the chance to catch up during a recent visit to a Rosty Rehab Center's headquarters to talk about the impact of her injury, her rehab course, and her future plans to combine her experiences as a CrossFit trainer and a nurse to prevent disease. Before we get started, I have a few quick reminders. First, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a five-star rating. Please also head to my website, juliefouché.com. There you can enter your email to stay in the loop with the podcast and everything else I'm doing with my biweekly newsletter. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at and I'll select some to share on future episodes. If you're interested in training with me, check out my program through Beyond the Whiteboard. This is the actual training I do now, five days per week, one hour per day, scheduled out for you minute by minute from warm-up to cool-down. Now that the open is over, this is a great time to join us as we go back to the basics for a few months. For more info or to try the program out yourself, visit beyondthewhiteboard.com slash juliefouchet. So with that, let's get started here on episode 25 of Pursuing Health featuring Christy Adkins. (music) I'm here with Christy Adkins, and you are my first repeat guest on Pursuing Health. I am honored.
1: (laughs) That is an honor. So I'm very (laughs)
0: excited about that. Happy to be back. (laughs) Happy to have you. Um, You were originally on with the demo team back at the 2015 Games, um, but now a lot has happened since then, so we have a lot to catch up on. Um, We're just entering the 2016 season, Mm -hmm. and... You are right back where you. I think, from my perspective, it seems like you're right back where you need to be, or where you, where I would expect you to be mm-hmm. this time of year. But a lot has happened in the past six months or so. So, Absolutely. can you fill us in on what has been going on?
1: Oh yeah. So, um, when I was part of the demo team at the games, I had just recently moved to San Diego okay. to really immerse myself in training. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, I was one spot away from qualifying for the games this year at super regionals mm-hmm. in May and um, after that had determined yes I n- want to go for another year I I had this dream to qualify for the games mm-hmm. seven for seven years um, one of those very few select people who yeah to have to that, to that opportunity to kind of join that mm-hmm. um, the, the ranks of, of some of those other women that have been, for six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, after May, decided to move to San Diego, convince my husband and <laughs> to bring bring the dog, bring the whole family, you know. I'm sure it wasn't, wasn't too hard me. to yeah. go to San
0: Diego. It's not the worst place to live. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so we decided together as a family, um, okay. we'd go out there and um, I would train at CrossFit Invictus um, and just use that competitive environment and that super supportive community, um, as a way to fuel my training Mm -hmm. and, and try something new. Um, so I, uh, threw myself into that and, um, it was a great experience, Mm -hmm. but of course, no, no plan goes (laughs) like perfectly smoothly and, and as planned. Um, and in October when I was there, I, um, Tore my bicep. I Mm -hmm. tore the long head tendon of my bicep, so the part that connects through the bicipital groove in your shoulder. Okay. Um, I was doing. I was just doing snatch singles. It was 20 pounds under my one rep max, Mm -hmm. um, but I believe that tendon was already kind of frayed down and and worn out a little bit, and so it just snapped. Wow.
0: Uh, And so had it been bothering you prior to that, or?
1: Well, what was funny was my shoulder kind of was bothering me or even behind like the shoulder girdle mm-hmm. and a few weeks earlier I had felt like a, a sharp pain through the shoulder okay. but didn't really once it went away didn't think much of it mm-hmm. um, but I think turns out that might have been p- a partial tear or something okay. that had started and then a few weeks later the job was finished <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. so that was a big big change. Yeah, or a big, big wrench in your plans. Yeah, a big wrench in the plans. Um, and it actually was the worst injury I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I've been really fortunate in my athletic career to have not had anything that's required surgery or really any anything that's required physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though it could have been a lot worse or there are a lot more traumatic surgeries to go through mm-hmm. or injuries to go through. For me, this was traumatic. <laughs> right.
0: I feel you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was sort of the same thing for me. I had never had surgery before, never had a really big injury, like maybe a broken bone here or there, but yeah, it's a big deal.
1: Right. Right. And, um, and it's a lot about not just really having no idea how you're going to feel um, post-surgery and, And how you're going to function as an Mm -hmm. athlete and in training Mm -hmm. for some reason, even though, you know, you can see from the outside, oh, well, it's just one limb. You think it might affect everything that you do. Right. (laughs) And it does. It does, especially in a
0: sport like CrossFit, where, you know, you're uh, using every part of your body all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what was going through your mind when you first realized that you had torn it?
1: Well, um, it was... It was interesting because the psychology of injury is so interesting Mm -hmm. because (laughs) even before the injury, the week leading up to me tearing my bicep, I just had a, I just felt overwhelmed Mm -hmm. in general. Um, I had made a decision this off season to train, to get back to the 2016 games, mm-hmm. um, that I was going to try some things that I'd never tried before. Mm-hmm. So I was going to do, I, I was doing more volume than I ever had. Okay. Um, I was getting programming for Olympic weightlifting, programming for gymnastics, and then also trying to follow the cross, the Invictus team programming. Okay. Um, and I really felt like in the past, maybe something that was holding me back was, um, being lazy or be, being <laughs> oh, like, sure. like not putting in the work that I saw their athletes doing. And, and I mm. thought, you know, maybe they're doing something that I'm not doing. Um, you know, I look, mm. look to look up to you, <laughs> look up to Camille and, and to, and I, and I thought, Hey, maybe they're, they're just working harder, you know? And so mm. the goal was I will outwork everyone. <laughs> okay.
0: So you're going for,
1: yeah. Um, for but Google. I think it kind of tipped over from, a good place of grit and determination to not listening to my body. Okay. And I, it's almost like I should have known better. I've, right. I've been training. This was my eighth year training CrossFit competitively. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a time where I decided, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to listen to, um, the little voices in my mind that, mm. that I don't want to do a second session or, um, maybe I should take it easier today. Mm-hmm. No, today was supposed to be a training day. It's on my calendar and that's what I'm going to do. Okay. And I think there's, can be good and bad to that. Right. But for me, for the, that time r- going right into the injury, I was feeling a little overwhelmed, but I wasn't sure how, what changes to make and, mm-hmm. and what I should do. Um, so I had reached out to a mental coach, okay, um, and I had also been speaking with my the three coaches that I'd been getting some programming from and working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of an agreement that we were gonna change some things going into the next month, mm-hmm. um, and then boom, boom, <laughs>
0: your body just couldn't take it. Yeah, it, it, it was, was like, like yeah, wake up and listen to me <laughs> exactly.
1: So that that was kind of overriding any huh. plan. So I. Yeah. I can give myself credit that I at least had that. Finally, listened to a red Mm -hmm. flag, or finally said, "Hey, I should back off a little." But your my body also just said, "Yeah, you're backing off."
0: (laughs) It is interesting how that happens. I think, in retrospect, you can always you know pay more attention to those things. I think, but same thing for me going into regionals this year. I had been maybe a month before regionals, I started having this awful pain in my back, like in my Mm -hmm. sacrum and I couldn't figure out what it was. I went, I had MRI, like went to see every different type of um, specialist and could not figure out what was going on. Nothing Mm -hmm. was working and eventually ended up taking enough like pain medicine to be able to do regionals and it felt okay. Um, And then of course tore my Achilles, but I just wonder had I, not torn my Achilles and tried to train for the games would I have even been able to because at that point my training had been so off just because my body was like screaming at me maybe from doing too much for the past few years so I think your body one way or another has a way of telling you Mm -hmm. when to stop or when to take a break yeah that's amazing thanks for sharing
1: that yeah that it is amazing that And sharing those kinds of experiences really help, you know, it can Mm -hmm. help other people or it can help you the next time. (laughs) Definitely.
0: It's easy. I mean, we all do it and we all sometimes don't like to pay attention to those voices in our head. But I think, I think like you were saying earlier today when we were talking, um, sometimes you just have to learn that lesson and maybe Mm -hmm. next time when things start to flare up, you'll pay attention a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. You know, um, you know, it's very cliche to say, oh it's a great thing that this happened to me right you know but in in a way for me um it was i think the only way that i could be where i am right now Mm -hmm. actually and where i am right now meaning feeling feeling mentally and physically ready to compete in the 2016 season Mm -hmm. crossfit season um and so it was the having the injury and being able to rehab was a awesome refresh because mm-hmm. it, it just refreshed my entire mentality. I did end up starting to work with, um, mental coach, okay. uh, Don Fletcher mentality. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, and so she would, wa- I I'd done an assessment for, with her a week before the injury. Okay. And so then it was, it's really cool that I was able to do that assessment before injury and then work with her all, all post injury. Yeah. Um, and so that was, Really amazing Um, just to see some growth there that I always knew that I wanted to focus on or Mm -hmm. work on um, to step up my CrossFit game, Mm -hmm. but I never put the attention into it. Right. Um, And then working with a physical therapist in um, San Diego, Mm -hmm. it felt like being a newbie CrossFitter again. It was so awesome to be able to every week see progress, very tangible progress, see um, a muscle go from atrophy to more developed Mm -hmm. and have a coach there like cheerleading me and and just sharing so much knowledge um, as well and and, like pointing things out that I didn't realize I was getting better at but he he you know would show me my scaps Mm -hmm. and and show me hey three weeks ago you this is how it looked and Mm -hmm. you weren't able to recruit this and now you are Um, and so that's what I mean by the being physically more ready now Mm -hmm. my I always knew and I had so many coaches tell me that m- one of my biggest issues is if we can just fix the, your your shoulder position, mm-hmm. the sh- dumping shoulders forward and your scaps. And it's not fixed, but it's better than it ever has been mm-hmm. thanks to having to obsess about it as right. part of your rehab. Um, so that's helping me in in my the CrossFit movements now.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So t- talk a little bit about your whole rehab process. So you said you... You had more focus on the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. You had worked with a physical therapist. Um, I know you've worked with a Rosti as well. What sort of things have you w- were in sort of your daily routine of rehabbing and getting back to your goal?
1: Um, I saw a physical therapist the day after surgery. Okay. Um, and that was something I insisted on <laughs> just probably it was better psychologically than anything. Right. And that was in um in the Virginia area because that's where I got the surgery before I went back home to San Diego, which was home at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that day, um, uh, maybe three days later, started with the physical therapist who I worked with for two months. Um, So I went to physical therapy twice a week and um, I had been training two sessions a day, um, five days a week and then doing an active recovery day post uh, pre surgery, pre injury. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I replaced one of my sessions with my physical therapy session. Okay. So I had two days in person with the PT, but then also any other, uh, my other days, my five days, Mm -hmm. I had an hour, sometimes an hour and a half that I focused on physical therapy exercises. Wow. And then would have my training session that I would still, um, uh, most of the time just try to show up at the same time as the Invictus team was training. Okay. Um, and that's, you know, encouraging and depressing at the same time, <laughs> right. you know, they're like slinging barbells around and I like their muscle ups are getting better and better. And, and I'm just trying to work on the salt bike and right. keep my conditioning up. But it, it's also extremely motivating because oh, sure. they're, we're all working for our goal of, mm-hmm. of um, competition. So mm-hmm. um, that would be my other session. Okay. So again, if I had to get injured, it was very fortunate to be um in that environment and also to have made my design my time, my life right mm-hmm. now around um training absolutely you know, and so uh, it was hard' because there's that void to fill, and there's uh there's always doubt in your training year, but I mean, talk about doubt, there's just huge yeah. doubts in you know what am I doing right I'm not and just
0: the unexpected
1: of not knowing, yeah. how you're going to be yeah
0: but I think too the having that structure and building you know still keeping your same training schedule or keeping your structure probably had a big impact too I think Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people when they get injured they just go into like a they almost go into like a depression like oh I'm not even going to go to the gym or I'm going to just you know yeah life is over definitely awful um so I love how you used it to make yourself stronger and to keep that um that same kind of schedule and regimen around it yeah
1: it it helped a lot it, and it's important to have a schedule and mm-hmm. it was important for me to schedule my days um because there were there were definitely days in there that were depressing and mm-hmm. there were a few days in there that I just said I'm I'm not up for it today and yeah. I you know I don't I don't want to go to the the gym and mm-hmm. and be around and kind of just feel like the Debbie Downer right right
0: <laughs> right we all have those days yeah Um, So what, maybe you can talk now about what your daily schedule is as you're training and getting ready for um, regionals
1: and, you know, through the open this year. Yeah. Well, um, I moved back to our house in Virginia um, in January. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm training back at CrossFit Reston. Okay. And um, so I have some one-on-one clients there. I have some group class, class coaching that I'm doing mm-hmm. and then um, I'm training and during the open it's been keeping it to one session a day rather than two okay. on on all days except Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is my fun day where I'll do a gymnastics session with the coach okay. um, in the area in the DC area. I'll do um, a training session and then I'll do an Olympic lifting session. Oh nice. Um, so you know I'm this year more than any other year I am um, planning around the open a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's because I, I wasn't sure how I would feel, um, and how the, how, how I'd look on the leaderboard, Mm -hmm. basically. I wasn't sure how my performance would stack up to everybody. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I needed to make sure I, I left enough time for that workout and then let, recovered enough that if I had to, I could do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been a pleasant surprise that, um things have been going well mm-hmm. um but that that's been my schedule um for for the open okay. um i've been actually going to see my Rossi provider um one to two times a week which is that's kind awesome. of unusual um normally you you don't go in that often mm-hmm. but it's it's been really helpful because mm-hmm. i you know get my, mobilize my right ankle mm-hmm. Uh, work on uh, some hip and IT restrictions that I mm-hmm. have, like helping with both shoulders. Um, so it's been it's been great to have that support again. Mm-hmm. And you have a provider back in Virginia that you
0: see. Yes, correct? Dr. Okay. Kemp.
1: Okay, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> They're all great, but he's great.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, so you're doing more coaching. You have your training sessions. Yeah. What else do you do? <laughs> what is your, like, I'm just, I'm, this is me just being curious about, like, do you have a specific time you wake up every day? Like, what do you do after you're done training to relax?
1: Yeah. Um. Normally I'll wake up around 7.30. So I'm mm-hmm. getting a really nice chunk of nine hours of sleep mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go into the gym around 9.30. Unless I have an erosity appointment, then I'll drive the 45 minutes there, do the appointment nine to ten, and then start at eleven. Okay. Um. So I have time in my day to to get treatment, and mm-hmm. then I have about three hours that I'll spend, um, solid at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a client on some mornings that I'll see at seven in the morning. So if I don't <laughs> see that client, then I'll I'll okay. be at the gym anytime between nine thirty and eleven, depending on the um a Rossi appointment Mm -hmm. and then I'll train through the afternoon type hours Mm -hmm. and then um, either coach at night or go home grocery shop food prep nice yeah and so it's been very pared down and very focused Mm -hmm. um, for these last month this last month or Mm -hmm. so um, settling back into to Virginia and how long has
0: it been that you've been able to really do all of the movements in your training that you need to do
1: um it's been maybe two months now okay so Mm
0: -hmm. not a long time yeah it's yeah it's i've been so i mean i fully expected you to be back (laughs) where you are but it's still incredible to see it happen and to see how quickly you recover and then get right back to where you were i
1: i had no idea what to expect either Mm -hmm. um so i've been thrilled too And, and i i knew that the three-month post-surgery three-month mark was when I would be cleared to do okay. all movements. So I just didn't know how they f- they would feel then. Mm-hmm. And so, movements that I thought might be hard are coming back naturally. And some other ones that were are unexpected mm-hmm. are are feeling funny. Like push-ups were hard at first, mm-hmm. just just the demand there. And then right. ring dips. Um, so certain ones like that I didn't expect them to be hard, but they are. Mm-hmm. And then something like snatching has felt so good um because i think my um my scap and shoulders are just a lot in a lot better position and stronger now Mm -hmm. so if once i got my technique back it was like wow that receiving position is there right so it's been cool
0: that's awesome well i'm excited for you well thank you
1: (laughs) parting words would be that this year i've just been fighting all this nostalgia (laughs) for for training in general and so it's a great thing it's it's like really gives another level of emotion to the training in a good way absolutely Um, and part of that is this this is my my goal is to uh compete at the CrossFit Games this year and Mm -hmm. then take at least a year off of competition Mm -hmm. um if not more uh so I wouldn't call it retiring but um this year I'm trying to really enjoy the training and and enjoy the competition because by the fall, I'm interested in transitioning to coaching and probably um, getting back to nursing Mm -hmm. and combining those together if I can Mm -hmm. um, and taking a year off of competition.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Maybe waiting around for that. 35 masters category that's right. to come up that's right by my time <laughs> by that time
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'd be five years down the road so you know right. i still have some time <laughs>
0: plenty of time to do it. there's a lot of things that I'm, i know you have to do um and you bring up nursing as well that was one thing that you've sort of seen your career as evolve as well as your crossfit career has evolved your nursing career mm-hmm. has too um can you talk just a little bit about that and how you've made those decisions along the way? Because I think it's been cool to see how deliberate you are every year and evaluating, you know, with each new season, what your goals are and how you're going to build your life around those goals um, and what you want to get out of the year.
1: Yeah, I, I transitioned from hospital nursing um, to being a school nurse mm-hmm. um, because I thought that it would suit my both the the community setting that I liked and also suit my training schedule better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a really smart, good transition um, because the shift work at the hospital, um, the stress level at the hospital yeah. was, was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- three and a half years of working as a school nurse um, was was just beautiful. It was mm-hmm. a really conducive environment um, to training. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the decision to leave that setting and train full time, I think, was it's just necessary at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my goal was, my goal is to, to qualify for the games and at this point, at, for me and for most I athletes, for everyone, you, yeah. you do have to make it your full-time focus. Absolutely. And um, I just feel very fortunate that I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I was able to kind of look at, you know, where our finances were and, and what our lifestyle was like mm-hmm. and, and say, yeah, we can we can afford to do it and mm-hmm. this is a worth worthwhile pursuit. Absolutely. Um, and so now I'm I'm kind of at that point where I'm thinking about how to evolve that the next step and mm-hmm. so, um that there's that worthy pursuit of competing, but what do I want now right. that um my competition's going to be uh culminating this year. <laughs> so awesome. that'll be that'll be the next step. I have have my nursing license in DC and Virginia um, and I keep my continuing education credits and Mm -hmm. so it'll just be how do I look seeking an environment that's going to allow me to um, to teach and share health and wellness and Mm -hmm. kind of and I would prefer to be on that prevention end Mm -hmm. rather than the the treatment or tertiary care Absolutely. Well, I'm
0: excited to see where you go next and mostly excited to see focusing on this year about (laughs) how your your season goes. And I know a lot of other people are watching excited, too see you back in action as well thanks so, Julie congrats on your wonderful recovery thank you and, um, and same to you thank this you this <laughs> has been
1: so much fun just like following you and chasing you at the leaderboard <laughs> just like every year and tonight's gonna be really fun uh doing uh 16.4 together yes. I've been so excited <laughs> to be able to be in person doing that with you yes
0: me too i'm looking
1: forward to it post-surgery ladies yes
0: i know if you could just put us together or like i could take your leg i don't know somehow (laughs) we could get through it absolutely all right well thank you again thanks julie (laughs) awesome Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Christy always has such great insight and perspective and her grit and determination, no matter what the obstacle is, is contagious. I know for myself and hopefully for you as well. I can't wait to watch her at regionals and beyond this year to make sure you never miss an episode in the future and to receive exclusive content from me. Make sure you head to my website, juliefouchet.com and subscribe to my email list. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please email me at info at i I'll choose some of these stories to share here on the podcast in the future. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and consider giving it a five-star rating on iTunes. And I always love hearing your feedback, so please leave comments under this post on my website and share your thoughts on social media using hashtag JFHealth. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health.